feedback somewhere we'll figure that out as we move on but i'm your host brett brennis and joining me as always is my co-host eric tell me name it is the one and only eric still completed why are you so completed you're completed everywhere you're completed all over the place i've just completed all over after doing a couple drafts so what can you do wonder if i can mute you somewhere because for some reason, I'm hearing you twice. I don't, I don't know what's going on. You're, you're, I'm hearing yeah. you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're all over uh, me, Eric. You're all over. <laughs> so we're, I think we're, you're hearing through Zencaster, and then you're also hearing me through Twitch. Should I mute you on maybe not Twitch? Maybe I should mute you on to Zencaster? No, I can't mute you on Zencaster, because that's re- recording your voice. Yeah. So I'm muting you on Twitch. Ha! Yeah, so hopefully that doesn't mean just the people on Twitch can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got it to work last time and everything was fine. I don't That's know. True. I don't know what settings. I don't know. Here, it should all the, work out. I On my uh, Chrome browser, I muted Twitch. Should, should I unmute you and you think it would work is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. If, okay, you know it's working. Actually, I unmuted you and everything's fine. So let's okay. let's go with that. So maybe it's just you have to mute yourself on um, some aspect for it to keep from resonating. All right. This yeah. week, Eric. Uh, we, last week, and and actually, and if you notice, we we missed a few days. This we had a very busy week. Uh, we almost missed it entirely. Uh, luckily, we had a little bit of time right now that we're gonna uh, start pumping out a little bit of our podcast because. We're really busy this week, too. <laughs> it's going to get like, yeah. oh, God, are we going to get this done? We didn't want to have yeah. like a two-week stretch without the podcast. Yeah, basically, so. I was like, hey, can you do it today? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise. Uh, and with this known, I think what I'm going to do is is these episodes I'm probably going to release on an every other day type of uh, schedule. Just because out. I don't know when we're going to get to record again. It, it, it should be within two weeks' time, but... Uh, I'm going to spread out uh, what we got going on this week a little little further. So it's not going to be every day, which is fine. Uh, and if you recall, last week we talked mostly magic. We're mm-hmm. flip th- flipping the script today. We are going to mostly talk about D&D. Now, we used to do a total magic episode or a total D&D episode. We're going to sh- shove a little bit of uh, magic in there, but only the first segment. The rest of the time is going to be D&D. Uh, with this first segment... We'll delve into magic. Before we do, let's let's get the podcast started up, Eric. What are you going to be drinking uh, for for these uh, for these? Uh, so I had a limited time to try to find a thematic beer, but you know, one of the uh, themes of this magic is even though we're doing mostly D anD D, it's like toxic. Uh, so the closest thing I could find is this beer called Half Life. Nice. Uh, it's from the Manhattan Beer Pro- or Manhattan Project Beer Company here in Dallas. Some of my favorite beers down here. So that sounds super cool. Do you know where the brewery's at? Yep. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. It's oh, okay. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, this week I got two different drinks going on in front of me because <laughs> this one is just like a uh, water with a, a bunch of that like liquid IV mixed in. 
just <laughs> electrolytes in. Yeah, just, just, just the electrolytes in preparation. In. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, the other one is let's get started. Uh, this is this is a fun one. It's called the Gnome Gang. <laughs> it is the Belgian style blonde ale. There's just that's, gnomes all over it. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> and I, it's funny because the brewery is called Amagang. So okay, it's the, I, it's the gnome gang Amagang or the Amagang gnome, gnome, gnome gang. gang. I don't know. <laughs> gnome gang. They're from Cooperstown, New York, which is where uh, that's where the baseball hall of fame is. So yep, I've been to that brewery. Okay, there you go. So you've even been there. Oh, you've been to Almagang then. I'm into Almagang. Yeah, that brewery is kind of like a big complex. Woo! So that is a that's a spicy. That's a spicy, spicy beer. Yeah, their <laughs> their beers are intense. They're not like yeah, they're not like I'm gonna kill like eight of these while watching like a full like like ten hours of football kind of no, thing. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> All right, with this first segment, uh, which is the magic segment, we're just gonna go over uh, a super drop. They dropped another secret layer as they do. I think it's just monthly now. It's just like forever. I think I don't think they go longer than a month's time anymore without a super drop being available for purchase. Yeah, it feels like they kind of want a super uh, some sort of secret layer going on. Like, going. Yeah, especially what once this one has come onto sale, right? Because this one started like 2 weeks ago, I want to say. And it says it's going for the next 42 days. Yeah. So this is available through, like, almost the end of March. <laughs> it's crazy yeah, it's, long. it is kind of nuts. It, this now is one it, of the longest that's been available. And it, it feels like they are doing a, um, like, there are, like, s- sections or categories of these secret layers now. So there's, like, there are secret layers that are, I mean, they're all obviously reprints, but... There's ones that are just like wild new art style or something that's like doesn't look like a real magic card. Then there's yeah. <laughs> you know something have there's one that has to do with the set, um, yep. but maybe the special like foiling, old, special foils on like new cards. And there's something about like maybe the old version if this was a return set. And then there's like artist series and stuff. So they they definitely have a formula. Is what we're saying yeah, <laughs> for all like, of these super drops now. They're like, Which, this is what works. We're sticking to we're it. We're sticking with it. I mean, like, honestly, like, what other thing can you do? Like, you're messing with the art, have a theme you're going for, and, and want to make it relevant to the set. But uh, I do yeah. wonder if if this is what they're going to stick to from here on out forever. Because they, they do seem to throw in a couple experiments here and there. For instance, last right. Super Drop, they had a threshold that if you hit the threshold of amount of money spent, you got a bonus card that they showed you what it was going to be. They, they mm-hmm. got, gave you a bonus card as a Scarab God. And it was like, that's uh, you're going to get a Scarab God if you spend at least $200. Yeah. They did away Which with is, that. And yeah. now it, they, they brought back the bundle series where you can buy a bundle bundle that's everything they print, foil and non-foil, a, just a foil bundle, and just a non-foil bundle. Yeah, it, it's buying the, the bundle bundle. Seems kind of insane. Like four hundred dollars for that if you get every drop in this series. That's that is an absurd amount of money to spend. It's so much on spent on cards. like cards that like you're not gonna use half of them because like some of these are very yeah. like like ooh, it's cool. Like if you play standard or modern, you want like cool looking cards. But some of these are just like they're not good in any format. <laughs> but right. but you know, like they might go in a commander deck, and commander like it looks cool. Too. So you're like, well, 
this is kind of my free roll. Like I'm really buying it for like these two cards. And then I get these two cards right. that I, I might use maybe. But when and I still think the most disappointing it, part of all of that is the quality is just not really. You, you like shouldn't <laughs> get foils. <laughs> yeah, like I unless it's the uh, special special ones, the uh, step and complete, uh, which we'll go over the the special foiling processes. For some reason, whenever it's a special fine. foiling process, it generally avoids the trend of uh, it'll curl and look awful. Yeah, uh, but it has to be a special foil. It can't just be foil. Like it's got to be like, etched or something. Foil etched is usually fine, and uh, raised foils. They say you know all, all the special special foilings generally are their higher quality foilings, but regular foils are throw them in the trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get it, anything you're interested, or I maybe we'll ask that at the end. We'll ask that at the okay, end. Uh, let's get into it. Let's start with the special foiling, because I think these are, every single set that's come out, honestly, I think these are the only ones to really focus on. Because if they nail these, I think they're the best drops in, in the series, because it's the only one way to get them. It's only in the special foiling. The special foiling is actually, like, deserved of its higher price point, because it's mm -hmm. actually good. Uh, so if they get the cards right and the foiling is right and you want this, I think these are slam dunks. This one is the all will be one step and complete edition. Off the bat, so the foiling is this style where they just kind of have like rain of the Phyrexian symbol in like rainbow raindrops across in a, in a, in a very checkerboard style all the way across the card yeah it kind of looks like someone just went ham with a foil stamp yeah but it's not like, the, but the entire thing's not foil is that what you're saying like the it's like a black and white image so it's not like the white or foil it's just these stamps i think the entire thing is foiled okay yeah the entire thing is foiled uh but they added in like embossed foiled in things. the foiling is like yeah every inch is is just like these little phyrexian symbols and that's got like a little rainbow glow to them, so that you could like, yeah. They look. I I don't know if I love this foiling style though. I'm gonna be honest. Compared to some of the special foilings that they've done in recent uh, history so far, this is not my favorite style. I I think it's lazy to me. Of just like, <laughs> Frexian symbol, toss him in there. Yeah, I think this this is definitely one of those things that will uh, will. Well, if you see it, then you'll know if you like it or not, unfortunately. Yeah, right? And, and that's the, kind of the issue. Is I have to see one first and then go, okay, it does look cool. Yeah. That, one of the special treatments that I was like, that looks lame. But then I saw it in person. I was like, it's actually pretty cool. Was the uh, Modern Horizons 2, uh, the sketch versions. Right, yeah. Well, and yeah, I thought, oh, person, that's then. so lazy, that lame. But then I saw it in person. I was like, oh, these are these are mad cool. These, oh, yeah, yeah. They look sick. Yeah, I was impressed by them actually. So yeah, that's true. Maybe I look at these and I'm like, all right, they're legit. But like, but it the, doesn't stand out to me as much as like the galaxy foiling did. In no, West. no, no. And with these like iridescent like stamps that look, they like they look nice in the picture. But like, you're going to be playing these in card sleeves. So if you have a very reflective card sleeve. That you might yeah, not. you're going to be blinded yeah. by this. <laughs> These are going to be hard yeah, to read. I don't know <laughs> if it'll reflect light quite the same way. Right. That it'll make it look as good. I For these especially, yeah. The way that these look, it almost looks like there's the card, and then on top of the card, there's an extra, like, 
just bleh, sheet like of like <laughs> yeah players. of like crap in your way. So I imagine these will be supremely difficult to read. I, yeah, just and just on first glance. And there's, there's I they I think they made the colors uh, a little uh, uh, more vivid on the stamps to make it be like, oh, it's rainbow color because it's like <laughs> that's probably not what they're actually gonna look like. <laughs> these these aren't photos; they're obviously just like. You know, that's fair. That's, that in. could be. Yeah, right. I say rainbows, but maybe you're mistaken in saying that. But that is the image they provide I'm sure that's you. That's what the effect they're going for, yeah. Right, yeah. That's that's what you're seeing. Uh, as for the cards in this drop, we have Phyrexian Unlife, Phyrexian Crusader, Plague Engineer, Urtai the Corrupted, and Glissa the Traitor. I think they, they do a decent job of, like, they throw in two commanders that you can use. And, like, if you're going to build a Glissa the Traitor deck, you're probably gonna want it in this foil. Like, come on! Like, it's the ultimate foiling for Glissa the Trader. Like, and we're we're getting a ton cool. of new reprints uh, or different like card skins on on things like that. But I don't know if like Glissa has any new ones. I don't know how many times it's been reprinted in like different art styles. This I don't think many. Only I think this is like the first reprint for her in a different style, and it it's a it's a doozy. Like that is a really cool Glissa the Trader. I think she's my favorite art. Of the of this drop, mm-hmm. and so um, I, like Phyrexian Unlife, that's like a combo card, and Plague Engineer, that's going to be sought after. Yeah, it sees some other play elsewhere. I think the only expensive card here though is the Crusader. The rest of them, maybe Glissa is worth a, a, a few dollars too. Well, but Plague Engineer is used a lot in like Eternal formats. Yeah, I think it's still just like a two to three dollar card though. It's not really worth that much. I think maybe I, maybe I'm thinking of a old. It might have been worth more a while ago when it was played more, but it doesn't see much play anymore. Meanwhile, right. I think the was like ten bucks. Either way, yeah. I don't think the value. Oh, of Oh, maybe on on um, Moto's expensive. That could be, yeah, because the Moto doesn't really necessarily follow the paper market. Yeah. Either way, it's like this is a fifty dollar. Uh, to buy these five cards. There's no way these cards are worth $50. <laughs> if you add them up, you could buy all of these for a lot less. Than, you could probably buy four copies of each of these. <laughs> so, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, almost that. So, like, you really got to like the foiling here. So, to me, not a home run. I think uh, if you're going to build a commander deck of Urtai or Glissa, maybe you go after this. Otherwise... But you could probably buy it on the secondary market. Yeah, pretty much. Nope. Yeah, of just of just Glissa, if you wanted that Glissa. Yeah, that's the thing about these like bundles. People might buy the bundle and not like yeah all like these this off version one, one, so they just like give it to the store or not give it, you know, sell it to the store or something. Yeah. Uh, the next one up is the Phyrexian Faves. This one, all they did differently is that it's in the Phyrexian border, which just gives it a little like sharper edges on the sides, and then it's also in the Phyrexian script. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is something that they've been pushing towards a lot. Oh, also in the text box themselves, there's like an embossed Phyrexian symbol behind it. Yeah. I think that's a little different than any of the other Phyrexian script cards. It's a little bit more uh, involved. Right, like the original Elishnor, it might have been before they started using the um, like the watermark behind right. it. I'm not too sure, though. Yeah. And this one, you get Blighted Agent, Crick. Son of Yogmoth, uh, the Glistener Elf, Batter Skull, and Ink Moth Nexus. Some of these cards are worth a, a fair bit of money. So th- this one's got better value. And yep. again, you can get it in the non foil, which is a big deal to me. 
because I think you just go snap non-foil, especially if you want to play Infect in Modern. God, you could pick up four of these and you basically have Infect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the lands are just so expensive for the Infect decks. You'll you'll pay $30 for each of those Inkmoth Nexuses and you get this dope one in Phyrexian script and also got your Blighted Agents and your Glistener Elves mm-hmm. and you're off to the races. And you could probably sell the Kirks, Son of Yawgmoths, for like $10 a pop to make back your money. So right. I think this one's a slam dunk. <laughs> I feel bad for any new players who are just like, like, oh, that's a cool looking like artifact for when they play like Banner Skull for the first time. It's like, well, it, like there's a million things that this thing does. <laughs> hey, yeah. at least the numbers are still on it, right? There's a three there. So I know that that three does something. I know something. you have to There's play a three. five there. So there, there, yeah, I, I, five does something, Eric. <laughs> you got to pay five for do something. I like that in, uh, in the Crick Son of Yawgmoth. There's just like a random black mana symbol in the text yeah. box. <laughs> Phyrexian, 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 black mana symbol. Phyrexian, yeah. Phyrexian. <laughs> yeah, it, it does the same thing a, on Inkmoth Nexus. It's like, it's like Phyrexian, 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 uh, the colorless mana symbol. Phyrexian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's like you're reading something in like Russian or something and then you see uh, like a normal number. You're like, oh, okay, there's a <laughs> Or the name of some guy. (laughs) Uh, It's like, I can't tell if he's making fun of him or... (laughs) Uh, But yeah, this one seems sweet. I think this one's going to be a super popular uh, drop. Yeah, yeah. By looking at it. They said Phyrexian faves for a reason. I think this is going to be a favorite. Uh, The next one is like the traditional, like, let's just make art just crazy out of your mind. It's draw your hand. Uh, It's got like that movie poster board style. You get Eldrazi Conscription, Deafening Silence, Counterbalance, and Bruna. Super random cards that none of them draw cards. So why is that? Why is the drop called Draw Your Hand? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I will say the art style sweet as heck. Uh, you do get some cards that cost a bit of money, right? Counterbalance is like a, what, $10, $15 card. And Eldrazi Conscription is about a $10, $15 card. So you're paying $30 for probably $30 in cards. So if the art's dope as heck, which it is, maybe you want it. And yeah. this is one that I could see you picking up a single copy of for Commander. Because, like, all of these you could play in Commander. That that Bruna looks sick. The Bruna is the coolest looking Bruna I've ever seen. Yeah. And, like, if you wanted a Bruna deck, that's the Bruna to freaking play. That's the play. Bruna you need to get. Yeah. And I love how, like... They And I said this a little bit, but this one really gets that point across. You build a Bruna deck, you can throw all three of the other cards in the Bruna commander deck. That's true. You're going to want the Eldrazi Conscription anyway. And then Deafening Silence, why not? I don't know. And then Counterbalance, why not? I don't know. But, like, they can go in that deck. And it'll right, yeah, they're all, they all legally can go in the deck. I, I, I'd be uh, very happy with fewer Counterbalances running around. <laughs> it's not the most annoying card i think it's fun i like counterbalance it's pretty annoying <laughs> because it has to have a... the same mana value eric though it has to have the same mana value. i know but no one just plays counterbalance <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair if they did though i would appreciate it. i think that's that's fun right that would it's be... almost like playing the lost in the woods card it's like right, it, yeah, it exactly. might not be a forest <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's always like Okay, I cast Bruna, and then there's like, hmm, hmm, uh, do, I, do I want to cast my brainstorm? Do I want to do this? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I could do this. I could. Oh, as wow. long as they're not playing it with Sensei's Divining Top, which is the right, real yeah. counterbalance, isn't the problem. It's the Divining Top. So, right. Uh, the next one down is Snakes. 
So this is like traditionally they do like a tribal, random tribal one. Uh, this one you get a Hex Drinker, a Lotus Cobra, Shashiro the Anointed, an Ice Fang Kotal, and a Stone Coil Serpent. They all look pretty sweet. They're, they're just kind of like very anime, very wild looking. None of them are worth any money, so right, yeah. that's Lotus not why you're buying used to this. Be expensive, but it got reprinted. It got reprinted like 8 billion times in the past like year. And then I think the most expensive is probably, well, Hex Drinker used to be really expensive. Uh, it's probably the Shishiro just because it hasn't been printed and it was literally printed yeah, once. Yeah. And in, in a set that wasn't heavily open. So it's probably the most expensive. Uh, but they had a theme there. They can all be played in a green-blue snake deck. So I could see it being popular if, if people wanted that. Otherwise, it's whatever. Again, right. avoid the foils, especially on a drop like this. You're just going to get crappy quality. They're not worth any money. <laughs> just avoid it. You want to play the cards? Buy it in in uh, not foil and play the play the cards. The '90s binders experience is all this like rainbow. <laughs> These look hilarious. It's Alms Collector, Crested Sun Mare, Goreclaw, the Terror of Colxisba, Rinan Siri Inseparable, and Exotic Orchard, and they look hilarious. It's like full Candyland like uh, yeah. style. I could see it being a popular one just because, like, written series. Again, they, they, they did the same thing, right? We're like, There's a they have two commanders in here that could be played as commanders that are decent commanders. And if you want them, this is the way to buy them. They look dope. <laughs> yeah, right. You could play yeah. all of these cards in a written series deck. Would you want to? Probably not, yeah, but you could. Not, but yeah, hey. Like, you would at least probably play the Alms Collector of the Exotic Orchard. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it seems like what they always do is have, like, one really popular commander, have two cards that could be put right into that commander deck, and then two other cards that, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. yeah, it's like Gorklaw makes your Ridden Siri uh, cheaper. But. I do love the art on that one, though. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, City Styles looks so dope. This is all uh, borderless, and it's like anime with like really good-looking clothing is why they made it, I guess. It's a Shakashima, the Imposter, the Massacre Girl, Azusa, Lost but Seeking, Tesa Karlov, and Paradise Mantle. I think this is the best this one is for the Commander best players. One. Yeah, this is <laughs> because like, all of these are Commander playable. All of these are played. Yeah, and like that's the best looking Azusa I've ever seen. Uh, that's the best looking Massacre Girl by far. Shakashima's incredibly popular. It's so amazing. And yeah. Tesa's such a popular Commander. If you're gonna play Tesa, you want this Tesa. Exactly. And yeah, th- this this one, this is the one I'm probably going to pick up, just because of, yeah, it's like, you're going to play all these cards. You're going to play all these cards. I, It's sad, though, because I, I own all these cards. So like, if I didn't own all these cards, I think I would slam dunk buy this one to be like, I own all the cards now. Right. And I, I, I own all the own, cards. like, most of them. So. <laughs> so that's why yeah. I'm just like, this is a good chance. Because, like, like, Commander, you, you only need one copy. And, like, right, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't need to go ham otherwise. Um, it's also exciting that, like, especially on a drop like this, if you wanted all five of these cards, don't forget you get a bonus card in all of these secret layer drops, and you never know what that's going to be. Yeah, do they... They used to reveal them, but I don't, do they do that? They anymore? don't do that any longer, no. Uh, I mean, they've hit a trend where uh, a year ago or so, they had to hit all of the... Uh, the stained glass versions of all the War of the Spark ones. 
Mm-hmm. They've since finished all of those. Now we've hit a trend of like all of these slivers they're reprinting for some reason. They're just they're just looking in their warehouse, be like, okay, where? What can yeah, we just have they're, that they're little printing all these like borderless versions of all these random sliver cards. I don't know if, and that's been up till now. That's been the trend. So um, I don't know if they're going to keep going with that. They did mix in a lot of these blueprint cards, but they're like a severely lower drop rate. But mm. they look amazing. They give you like a blueprint version of Ornithopter or something. They're going for like a hundred dollars, so you can oh, you can get oh, right. like, this a hundred dollar card in your secret layer out of nowhere. Uh, but it seems like really really rare. Like it's don't don't count on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just exciting. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't spend like sixty dollars by yeah trying to uh, trying to get that because you won't you won't. I think it's like one out of a thousand. I think it's like a blueprint card or something. It's, right. it's incredibly low. Um, and then the last one is an artist series, uh, the Sam Burley. I don't know anything by him. And he gets Braid of Fire. It's probably an important reprint. Uh, Koth of the Hammer. So that's because of the new Koth coming back. Uh, Master of the Wild Hunt. And then Karthus, Tyrant of Jun. This is the most random drop by far. None of yeah. these cards are connected at all. And none of them are worth any money. So I don't know why they did this drop. I think this one's going to sell, like, none at all. I do think the Master of the Wild Hunt looks so sick. (laughs) Yeah, And if people want Braid of Fire, maybe. But I don't know. This is a bad drop. I'm sure they they either asked the artist, Sam, to be like, do four cards for us. Or were these ones? They're not originally his, because Braids of Fire is pretty old. Um. Yeah, I don't He's think so. I don't been, think they were his initially. This guy yeah. was like probably like, I have the sick Karthus deck. And, <laughs> yeah, and these are my favorite cards. Like, Karthus um, used to be kind of a really expensive dragon before, at least. Oh, um, yeah, but like that's got to be phased out. Right? I mean, he's there's no way he's, he's worth anything anymore. Um, that's just how it goes. Yeah, it was definitely... It was, and when I say really expensive, I I'm not saying it was like fifty or sixty dollars, but it was like one of those like, do you really want to spend twelve dollars on this, yeah. on this dragon, new dragon deck? You're like, uh, no, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for the super drop. I mean, any of them that you're interested? In? You said the city, city styles, maybe city styles. Um, maybe the Frexian faves. Just one uh, copy of that. Yeah, I kind of I kind of like the the. This just the style, the Phyrexian language. So I kind of want to own some cards, and they've traditionally just been like way too expensive. Yeah, um, a lot of those have been. Yeah, that's for and sure. just like so the the in fact creatures aren't gonna do anything, but like having a sweet batter skull and uh, and the land that that's probably gonna hold its value. So will the Crick, because well. that's going to be a popular commander kind of forever, or mm-hmm. in in the ninety nine forever, and right. having a Phyrexian version of him, that that that'll that'll always do well. It'll do it. I think the only two that I'm interested in is the draw your hand. I love that style. I don't really want a Bruna deck, but counterbalance is fun. <laughs> I kind of want the counterbalance and the Eldrazi's conscription because I love that card. Yeah, the, then, the uh, draw your hand one maybe want to rebuild my Bruna deck. Yeah, <laughs> right, I was like to get that Bruna. Yeah, I'll trade you that Bruna. I'll, I'll buy yeah, that okay, and yeah, trade yeah. you the Bruna. And Fair. then, uh, and then the city styles. I think yeah, it's just so sweet. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. So sweet. I think those. I think those. It's like I wouldn't go near buying either of the bundles. And like, no, 
so sometimes it feels like it's worth it, but enough of these drops are trash that I like. I would just buy a non-foil draw your hand, a non-foil city styles, and be done with it. <laughs> I wouldn't go near anything else, right? Because I don't, I don't even want anything else, anything close. But yeah, I like usually a lot. when the bundle is there, it's because there's like a sixty dollar card that's in a, like a random. Yeah. like bundle or like a 41 you know like when they reprinted uh, bear blossom in the first one you're like well i don't want that but bitter <laughs> blossom is just 40 dollars at this time so buying a 30 right. i can buy the bundle and nice. have a bitter blossom in the yeah, tokens that one yeah. seems like a free roll <laughs> all right well that's it for the winter super drop and that's it for magic for the week we'll talk about D coming up stay with oh, us yeah. and party on party on